Uno, dos, tres, vamos. To Sparking Creativity, the Ethno Arts Podcast, where we talk about a growing field in Christian ministry that is helping communities connect with God, engage with the Bible, and share the gospel in meaningful ways according to their culture. I'm your host, Justin, and today is another great episode that I am really excited about. I am joined by a really delightful person, a fellow Global Ethnodoxology Network member and fellow arts consultant, Juan Arvelo. Hello, Juan. Greetings. Hello, Jesse. (laughs) Thank you for having me. (laughs) Thank you so much. Yeah, this is such a a privilege. Uh, I've heard about Juan in the past from other people, and I saw a video that uh, that Jen put out, and uh, and I've, I also saw a video about um, an event that Juan got to be a part of, which we will get to talk about today. But first, let's just uh, get to know Juan a little bit. So can you introduce yourself to the listeners, whatever you like to share? Yeah. Hello, everyone. Uh, my name is Juan Arvelo, as Justin uh, said before. I am originally from Venezuela. But I have been serving God in Spain for the last 13 years with my family uh, in the Basque country, in the northeast of Spain. Great. Thanks, Juan. And can you tell us about the the organization that you're a part of? Yes, um, I work with WEC International, uh, yep. which is World Evangelization for Christ. What got you into this arts ministry with WEC? Well, it was in 2012 that Ian College, the former art release leader, uh, he visited us here in the Basque Country to propose the idea of a songwriting workshop for the local churches. It was the first one ever done here, and we were very excited about the the idea of crafting our own songs of worship. So after that, 13 songs were written and none of them were recorded on a CD for posterity. Uh, it was then when I got the book for Arts and Ministry because mm. I, I saw the power of people's reaction to these new songs in the local language. Mm. Immediately after that, uh, I took ABF, which is Arts for a Better Future, mm-hmm. in in the UK with mm-hmm. um, important people, people that I, I really love. And uh, then came Welcome Donostia, that we want to talk about later on. And that competition organized, we organized when uh, the city, our city, was chosen to be the European capital of the culture. Great. Um, we've talked about Arts for a Better Future in the past, so listeners are probably uh, familiar with that. If you're not, it's a great uh, arts training for arts and ministry, and uh, you can find out more about that. Um, 
through through our lakes and uh so after you after you got to experience uh communities using their own arts to develop new worship songs and seeing god work in that um then you got to be a part of this uh um this event that we'll talk about you got to be a part of ABF and uh what happened after that when you got the bug and got to experience uh these great things yeah actually ABF was uh an after a, a before and after experience for me because i am engineer but this is what i i have a degree in engineering mm-hmm. so my mindset was and sometimes is very square you know sure mm-hmm. so arts and me were two two entities that are separate mm-hmm. uh, so i didn't consider myself an artist so i, I remember that in one of the art forgot sessions that we used to have for ABF, they asked me to uh, grab a, a paintbrush and uh, complete some uh, paint some canvas, you know, and, and and I was I was paralyzed, and I thought I can't do that. It's not possible to me to because I'm not an artist. I'm not mm-hmm. going to do it. <laughs> but somebody pushed me. And I was shaking. My hand was shaking, but I took the paintbrush and I did like stroke like this, and I said, "Oh wow, I didn't, I didn't do anything wrong to this. Hmm. <laughs> the painting's still good." So I said, "Okay, I think I could make it." So that was for me the beginning of the acceptance that I could be creative. Hmm. Something that for me was unthinkable before, uh, and I've told you before there was some before and after experience mm-hmm. in which I considered seriously that I could really, I I am really a um, a person who births uh, the uh, the image of God with the potential to create new things beautifully. That's so good. Some people think about arts being uh, something more professional or a, a higher quality, something that maybe you see in a museum or is professionally recorded. And uh, yeah, we try to think about and encourage people that that God is the creator and and He's gifted all of us to to create. Whether you have uh, particular giftings in one artistic domain or another doesn't really matter that but but we all have that potential to make something so uh, it's so great that you could experience that and we we want to give other people those experiences in our trainings just having a safe space to explore and to express and uh, to try something new even and that I love what you said that you didn't do anything wrong to that painting it was still okay with that one that one stroke that's such a um yeah a great uh, a great lesson to learn for all of us yeah after that i got so excited and i kept asking ian which is he was the leader of our release what's next what's next <laughs> <laughs> so that asking questions to ian that's why we get to um um welcome donosti mm-hmm. that we want to talk about later on okay, cool <laughs> 
And uh, can you talk a little bit about your your the training that you've gone on to receive and and the role that you've taken on in your organization? Yes, after welcome Donosti and seeing the um, the effectiveness, how effective mm-hmm. was were local arts in communicating the truth of the gospel. My wife and I were convinced that I needed to uh, develop more training. I need to continue my training, focusing in this time at that time on arts and ministry. So that's why I went to uh, DIU, Dallas International University, mm-hmm. and uh, enrolled myself on uh, in the master program of world arts. Um, I, I started the program in 2017, and I finished it last year in 2022. Uh, and right after that, I was um, invited to be part of the uh, Gen board. Uh, Gen is uh, it stands for Global Anglosology Network. Mm-hmm. So they invited me to be part of that board. Such an honor mm-hmm. to be the only Spanish speaker there. <laughs> you got to make and, a video, uh, the I Am a Doxologist series, the videos that they made. Yeah, and I made it in Spanish. <laughs> and also, um, when I finished, uh, uh, WEC International was looking for an arts consultant. And they also invited me to assume that role as an arts consultant. And I was recently appointed as that. So I'm uh, part of the GM board and also arts consultant for WEC International. Great. Um, so under the umbrella of WEC International then is a ministry called uh, Arts Release. Can you share mm-hmm. some about that? Yeah. Art release. It's the it is the art focused ministry of Web International. We are a group of creative artists or, or advocate for the arts that share the same passion of seeing the arts used for evangelism, church planting, and discipleship. And we believe that the arts are powerful means of communication and they can be effectively used within the cultures, taking into consideration the local uh, form of arts to convey the truth of the gospel in an effective way, in a way that it is understandable by the locals. And uh, what I like to say, uh, uh, when you use the arts, you are dressing the gospel in local garments. Mm. So people just make sense of what you're saying to them. So this is us, our release. Uh, we are, some of us have professional arts training and others have picked up the skills on the way. Uh, we're currently based in England, France, Germany, Portugal, Spain, which is the one my wife and I are leading and Singapore, um, and, and we are um, represent arts ministry in WEC International, which is a mission organization with about 1,800 workers from many nations working across the globe 
with the clear vision of see Christ known, loved, and worshipped by rich people groups. Thank you. Sounds like great partners in the kingdom work that is happening. And we are so glad that you were there. I did get to meet Ian once at a uh, the GCAM, the Global Consultation on Arts and Music and Missions. Uh, we got yeah. to share an outing, so that that was great. I've 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 uh, got to read about him, and I've heard heard of this arts release happening. And I think there are more. A lot more has been put out recently about arts release and what they're doing. They're social media and websites and publications and so we're going to share some of those those links uh, in our show notes for people to get to know uh, get to know some more uh, do you want to say a little more about what uh, what you do uh, what are some of the different ways and areas that and opportunities that you serve yeah um our goal is to um uh, spark creativity within work and beyond. Mm. We exist to beautify the gospel and point to Jesus. We want to see teams of artists being formed uh, and cooperate with art projects in a, a, a focus on outreach, discipleship, worship, etc. We also want to mobilize artists and support outreach uh, in different areas of the world. I want, and finally, we really, really want to encourage uh, creative artists to keep creating for God, uh, for kingdom purposes. Yeah. But not only for that, but to keep creating just for the sake of creating. I think we believe, actually, we firmly believe that God's uh, arts are God-given. Uh, it's a gift from God, mm -hmm. and each one of us has the desire uh, of the drive to create. Uh, we need to use it, and we want to encourage everyone, especially artists within the church and beyond, to create for God's purposes and to create also for, for the joy of it. Mm -hmm. So we definitely want to um, encourage creativity uh, and to embrace local arts and creativity in what we do. Amen. Do you want to say some more about these uh, these three areas of of service? Yeah, um, the God we serve is awesomely creative and has gifted humans with creativity, expressing ways uh, meaningful to the cultural communities. As cross-cultural arts missionaries, we recognize the role of the art to speak deeply to people's hearts, whether in outreach, discipleship, teaching, or in building church life. How important it is to speak the language, verbal or artistic, that must touch and motivate people. Mm. So, or, or especially in all the way we, or what we do includes. Um, a doxology, which is I like to summarize uh, uh, the praise of the people, people praises. Mm -hmm. uh, so we want to encourage the use of culturally and most appropriate art forms in mission and church, including drama, visual arts, and songwriting worships. 
as well as training in intercultural worship. We also uh, have creative studios, which could be online or in person. And it, 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 this is a group of people who get together to study and reflect on Bible passages through artistic media, building fellowship, reaching pre-believers, and equipping for mission. Uh, nowadays, I think we have eight of these creative studios around the world, literally in, in each corner of the world. And uh, in the, the following month, we will have two more creative studios being opened uh, uh, in different areas of the world. Great. And finally, uh, well, uh, oral teaching methods. We want to keep Christian workers to share God's word through storytelling, dialogue, and other methods that are suitable for those who don't who don't want to learn uh, through um, reading uh, these tale principles. Lots of great opportunities there for uh, for connection and for service. Um, a lot of, uh, I hear a lot of, you know, similar words and language that others have used on, on the show. Ethnodoxology, we've talked about, uh, we've talked about, you know, engaging with the Bible in creative ways and, and, and sharing those truths in creative ways. And um, I like what you said, just trying to uh, see, see the arts as a gift from God and, uh, and a gift to the different cultures, all these different expressions are, are a gift uh, to each one that and allows them to uniquely connect with him in a way that he's created mm -hmm. them to do so. Mm. Wonderful. Uh, well, it's great to get to know a little bit more about WEC Arts Release. And uh, let's let's get to our story now. Um, I do want to say that, that uh, there is a video on YouTube about uh, this particular event in Donostia. Is that, is that how you pronounce it? That is the Basque name of the city. Okay. The Spanish name is San Sebastián. Ah, okay. So we'll, we'll include a link in the show notes for, for that. Um, but go ahead and take it away and um, you can share the story with us. We'll talk about it after. Sure. Um, well, here in Europe, uh, the European community uh, have something that they call European capital of the culture. So every year, two or three cities share this um, calling or this um, position or role of being uh, the European capital of the culture. So four years before, we knew that in 2016, the city where I live was uh, chosen to be the European capital of the culture. And for me, it was an opportunity that we had to make the most of it. Mm -hmm. So to share the gospel, because for me, it was like the Olympics. Everyone, being, being the European capital of the culture, many people come to the city just for the sake of that, looking for culture. So arts are closely related to culture, art are part of the culture. So I decided, I started praying and looking for uh, um, uh, supporters and, and thinking about what to do because I'm not an artist, a creative artist like myself. <laughs> so I didn't know what to do. 
So I talked to the pastors, local pastors, they didn't know what to do. And, and well, time just went by and, and in the, it was September, uh, or oh, sorry, summer of 2015, when I finally met a Christian artist in Madrid. And I shared with her my burden. And my burden was, listen, my city, is the European capital of the culture. It's going to be the European European capital of the culture in 2016. And I think we must do something. Have you got any ideas? And she told me, Lucia, she told me, well, how about if we do an arts competition? Hmm. And I said, let's do it. Let's go. Let's go for it. I mean, but I need your help. I've never done nothing like that. So you you like you leader you, you guide us you lead us on this. So she um, teaches how to do things. Uh, she organized everything with us, and uh, in a matter it was a matter of less than a year, we had an art exhibition in place that we call Welcome Donostia. Two words: Welcome. And Donostia, the, the name of the city, uh, and uh, in reference to the situation of the refugees that by that time were coming to Europe, we wanted to explore how people um, express how people welcome others, how people can welcome refugees. Mm. So uh, my goal was to put together Christian artists and non-Christian artists so they can mingle and talk together and get to know each other. And eventually they, they can share their ideas and, and their uh, spiritual life. Mm. Um, that happened. <laughs> we got 40 artists together wow. in the same venue, uh, a venue that we got for free. It was a brand new place that we found after praying many, many times because uh, being uh, the city hosting that um, event that takes the whole year to develop, all the venues were already taken four years in advance. Wow. So we were looking for <laughs> a place to or not gallery or something, and they, all of them told us, you came too late, you should have come four years ago. Wow. So we started praying, 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 so we found this brand new place that they uh, let us use it for free. And uh, in this, uh, we, had, we held the exhibition for, I think, three weeks. And during that time, we organized different activities uh, including um, uh, round tables, uh, jam sessions. Uh, we did outreach in the streets. Um, we had also like a, um, a, a time with the artists that they got together and they talk about the things. And I always remember one of the artists thanking us because it was something that he had never done before, you know, mm -hmm. having a, an opportunity to make community with other people like him. And uh, he really, really thankful for us. 
But the highlight of that time was when this non-believer, a painter, asked a believer, painter, about the meaning of the work. And my friend, my Christian friend, just shared the gospel in a very natural way with the other person. Mm. I couldn't believe my eyes because for me, uh, I have never done, I have I never seen this before. The gospel explained such, such a natural, it was just, you know, because she's not using the four spiritual law. She was just sharing what she meant by that painting. And that non-believer artist, he received everything. Mm. It, it was shared in a non-threatening way, in a way that he understood, in a way that he listened attentively to what my friend was saying. And I said, this is it. I need to do something. <laughs> so that's when I decided to go to DIU and decided also to establish art release pain because uh, I understood that that this is the way to go, especially here in Europe, in which people are so resistant to the preaching of the direct preaching of the gospel. Mm. Uh, so I thought this is the way to go here in Spain, or at least for my ministry, we should go and reach people through the arts. So it was a very positive experience. Uh, what we did was very well done. We received, we received, uh, we received from some funds from uh, an organization within WEC. Uh, we had the chance to even give a prize to the winner. And that was very, very good. The first prize was a thousand euros. All right. <laughs> uh, it was, yeah, that was very attractive, appealing mm -hmm. to local artists. That's such a great, there's so many great examples of, of things to do, creative ways to engage community, to bring people together, and also to, to validate the artistic gifts that people have and the artists in the community, um, and it, to provide a place for them to share their work, for people to get together. I think just that intentionality of organizing something around a community event, this, this, this event uh, and special occasion that was going to be happening, people were going to be coming, and to provide a platform to celebrate the giftings of the community, whether they're believers or not. And, and like you said, bringing the Christian artists and the artists together, um, the opportunities for for uh, spiritual discussions, it's just such a yeah such a very encouraging story, and I hope that it gives other people ideas of things that they can do. Maybe there isn't such a big uh, a a big uh, like a, a European capital, you know, city uh, event. Maybe some people are working in more smaller towns, but just just finding ways to engage and, and provide that space uh, can really go a long way to bring people together that would not come together normally um, and being able to involve 
uh, people from the, the churches, and um, I, I, I'm sure it was quite uh, a, the, a whole team of people that had to pull this together. It was a lot of work on your part, um, but it's just so encouraging to hear that, that these kinds of things can have really great impact and for connection and relationships and sharing the gospel. Yeah, so thank you for sharing. Yeah, my pleasure because um, it was very good. We we, we worked from from uh, we did everything from scratch. I told you before, we didn't have any experience whatsoever in putting up an art exhibition, but God was good to us and helped us to do things well that time. Mm-hmm. And after, after I just said, we I think uh, we we have we. We did two things in terms of goals. By one, uh, one of the goals was to connect with local artists, giving them the opportunity to to have community, and also to empower them. Have you say uh, validating their work? Mm-hmm. The, the the artists that were present there were selected. You know, we opened the 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 competition for everyone. We study. A, a group of uh, work of arts, and we we picked specific ones, and they were very happy, you know, to be uh, chosen to be present in that mm-hmm. uh, exhibition. But also, it was uh, an opportunity for the local church to see how effective, or how relevant, uh, the use of local arts can make it. And make the church to the to this community to the society, because when we when we close the art exhibition, we said we tell them we told us that we told everyone we are the church here. Mm. Um, the, what you see here was managed and organized by the church, because we want to bless you guys, and this is all contribution to the city. Mm. This is the year in which all city is was the European capital of the culture, and this is all contribution. And uh, all vision back then was to set a model that other churches within Europe could follow as their cities are chosen to be the European capital of the cultures. Hmm. I just want them to be aware of that opportunity that God is giving them to use arts to 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 connect to the community, to connect to the society, and to bless them. That's so good. And that's such a uh, such a testimony for the, the, the local church there to, to have um, that I'm sure many of these artists probably would not think about going to a church and probably did not feel that maybe their gifts are welcome. We know that that's a, a common problem in in the local church. And uh, so maybe we could talk some more about about that and just that, that topic of the church itself and making room for artists and what's the what's what's going on in that dynamic. Yeah, after that I understood that it seems like there is a divorce between the Protestant Church of the Arts. Mm-hmm. Uh, I understand. It seems to me that the only sort of 
arts expressions or manifestations that are allowed within the church or music, singing, some of them dancing. Mm -hmm. And that's it. There's no room for sculpture, painting, poetry. And um, this is an issue that I really want to address uh, um, as in my role as an arts consultant. Mm -hmm. I want to bring reconciliation with arts and, and the church. I want the church to acknowledge the, their artists and to empower them and to encourage them to create mm -hmm. not only for I, I really want to to emphasize this not only for kingdom purposes but also for their own joy and delight mm -hmm. I think arts it's uh, make us complete we can't mm -hmm. we use words to communicate but words are not enough we need more than words to communicate, and this is the place where arts are needed. Arts make us complete as human beings, mm -hmm. make us uh, make make us be yourself plenty in a plentiful way, in a full way. And this is why I want really want to encourage uh, the church to reconsider the use of especially local form of arts mm -hmm. you know um and local expressions of music and dancing and uh, uh, uh and poetry so people uh, from from the uh, native people local people can feel more uh, identified with what is going on within the church and not see the church as something foreigner, something that is not for me, mm -hmm. something that is for just for people outside this town. Right. Yes, that's a common thing, uh, common theme that we we have heard a lot uh, through through some of the past stories that we've shared here uh, and many many others. And I imagine that. Uh, there, there might be some people out there, maybe pastors or, or leaders in their church, that uh, there's a lot of reasons why maybe they're not doing arts or, or making space for that. But maybe some people have, have just been doing what they've always been doing, and it's what, what they know. Maybe they're open to this new idea, but they don't, uh, they don't have any ideas of, how, of where this could fit in. With, with different uh, different ministries within the church. Do you have any any ideas or experience of things that you've heard where where people have made uh, made opportunities for local artistic expressions um, outside of outside of music and, and like worship in the gatherings? I think that's that's the obvious place. But have, do you have you any experience or heard of anything where churches have yeah done this? one of one of those are the creative studios that we are promoting with the art release in which we invite artists from any genre artistic genre mm -hmm. to come and respond to the reading of the bible okay so we we during those sessions we read a bible a passage from the bible 
we discuss this passage very briefly, and then we have a time of creation in whatever way you want. You can write a song, you can come up with uh, a choreography, you can use your hands to make a sculpture, whatever art form available. And then uh, after a time of creation, you come back to the main room and then you share what you've done with others. And uh, it's been powerful because it, it is a way in which many people realize that the arts, the form of arts are really a blessing from God and can be used to bless God and to express and to communicate in a deep way with God. Uh, so this is a, a clear example on which we can see not only music, but any kind of form of art uh, used within the church. That's so, so good. Great. Thank you for that. Um, I'll just also want to open it up and invite our listeners. If you have ideas about this, if you have experiences within your churches of how this has happened, please share it to with us. Uh, we would love to be able to this can be a resource to so many people who just don't have ideas. They want to make room. They want to involve artists more, but they just don't know how. So if you do have ideas, please send it to us. You could email it um, ethnoartspod at gmail.com. We would be very happy to hear your ideas. If I, if I may, because now that we're talking about uh, creative studios, we are organizing a global creative studio over the weekend of the 7th of October. So if you are interested in taking part of this, it, it, it is actually going to be an online event. So feel free to communicate with us. At the end of the program, we'll give you the links and the information. So get in contact with us at Art Release and ask for more information on the Global Creative Studio, which is going to happen over the weekend of the 7th of October. Wonderful. Thank you. Yes. That was my next question. It's just how can how can our listeners learn more, connect with WEC Arts Release, connect with you, join in in what what is going on? Could you share how they can do that? Well, we have we are in the social media. We have a, a Instagram account. Uh, it is our um at love our release. We also have our release Brands and art.release.studios. Uh, we are on Facebook, Love Art Release, and our website, which is www.artrelease.org. There you will have uh, you will find information about the events that we are organizing. Especially uh, very soon, we are having Arts on the Camino. I don't know whether we have time to talk about it. But all the information is on the website, and uh, we're free to. We we're looking forward to connect to to like-minded people, and and to everyone uh, that might be interested in in arts and ministry. Wonderful. Go ahead and, and share about arts on the Camino, so they know what that's a, that is. Yeah. Uh, I don't know whether you guys are familiar with uh, uh, the St. James Way. It is actually an ancient um, uh, uh, ritual 
if I can tell, call it that way, in which people walk from different parts of Europe to Santiago de Compostela, which is supposed to be the place where the Apostle James is buried. And uh, this has been happening for th for uh, thousands of years. This is a millinery uh, institution, a pilgrimage. So uh, our work international uh, has a ministry called uh, Walking El Camino, uh, in which we uh, we we join all the pilgrims and walk the way as and we connect with uh, with them with the pilgrims. Uh, uh, and just share our lives, and eventually we share the gospel with them. Arts of the Camino does the same, but does the same thing, but using arts, using local arts, uh, or any kind of arts. Actually, we are inviting artists who might be interested in do the pilgrimage uh, uh, of the of the way of Saint James, and join a team of. Uh, of other artists to share the, to be a pilgrim and to share their lives and eventually the gospel with other pilgrims in a creative way. So this is happening. We want to, uh, this uh, um, initiative to to happen every year, uh, the, the first two weeks of July. And again, if you're interested in coming, Please uh, get in contact to us. There is a video. There's a link to a video in uh, that you can find in Justin's actually um, at the end of the, of the podcast. I don't know how to. Yes, and then you can see what we do with Arts on the Camino. Oh yeah, we'll put the, we'll put the links in the show notes for them. Mm -hmm. Great. Yeah, thank you. Um, I think that's that's going to do it for our time today. Juan, thank you so much for being with us and for sharing all about WEC Arts Release, sharing about the ministry that, that you do and the event that happened. Thank you, Justin, and I hope I, my, I made myself understood clearly. <laughs> English is not my first language, so I, uh, I hope my message was clearly delivered. Absolutely. And those who have questions can reach out to um, connect with Juan there at WEC Arts Release and the, the links that we'll share. And you can always write to us as well at the, the podcast to learn more. And we'll be sharing in the coming weeks some of these links on, on our social media also. So one more thing that we want to say here at the end, uh, in the beginning, Juan mentioned this uh this workshop that he got to be a part of where people were creating songs and it was very impactful for uh, his time and his entry into the ethno arts world. And uh, we just want to leave you at, at the end of the podcast here with hearing a clip from one of those songs. Um, Juan, is there anything that you want to say about, about this particular song? Uh, well, no, a couple of songs recorded by uh, believers of uh, local, the local church of Ernani, uh, a town in the Basque country. Uh, uh, this song is completely uh, sung in 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 song in in Euskera, which is the local language, and uh, we are very happy that 
these songs were produced, were crafted, because this is uh, an evidence for generations to come so they can worship God in their heart language. In that song, my wife is one of the lead singers, and I'm very happy and proud of her uh, taking part of that. So the song that uh, you're about to hear, to listen to, it's called Susarayana, and meaning in, in English, you are Lord. And uh, it is recorded in the, in the local language, which is Euskera. And it's a very ancient language, probably the most ancient language in Europe. And uh, I'm very happy, I'm very uh, excited about the existence of this song. It's one of the first songs ever produced in the local language uh, for the future generations of local believers to worship God in the whole language. Um, so I hope you enjoy and you like the song. Great. We'll put that on for them to, to listen to as we, as we play the We're just so grateful that you got to be here with us and guest host the podcast. It's been really fun to have these different uh, different voices and, and different people uh, joining me. And uh, we're still missing our, our co-founder, Trevor, and uh, hopefully we can get him back uh, one day as well. Um, so I think now I, with some of that, I'd like to maybe just put out an invitation for, for listeners who who like what is going on with the podcast in the world of ethno arts and want to promote and share. Um, we're, we're looking for all those opportunities. We're looking for help for people uh, wanting to help like with the production of the podcast with helping to, uh, to promote what's going on. And if you have events or you have your stories, we want to, to share one of the easiest things that you can do is wherever you're listening to this podcast now is to, to go give it a, a rating and leave a review and that will help other people to know about the podcast and and to share. We've been amazed at how many countries that that listeners are, are tuning in from and uh, it's it's had a very wide reach and it's been a, a really great help and other other organizations uh, using as a resource for their uh, training for the people that they send out. Um, so please do, uh, 
feel free to join if you have ideas and would like to participate. Uh, we would love to hear about that. Also, just a note, um, I am approaching a, a transition. Uh, I've, I've been in my home country for a while and transitioning back overseas in the coming months. And so I'm kind of wrapping up things with the season. I've got a couple of other potential guest hosts. So I'm not how many more of these episodes I'll be getting out, maybe one or two more. Um, and then I'm going to be taking a break for a little while. That will end our, our season two. And we'll be out for several months while I transition back overseas and, and have a, a time of teaching. So just FYI on that, but that will give you plenty of time to uh, catch up on old episodes and um, think through uh, what could be the future uh, episode ideas and if you have stories and that sort of thing. So uh, thank you for all of you who are tuning in. Thank you for those who are sharing with others. Please continue to do so. Uh, thank you, Juan, again. Thank you for joining. And to everyone, as we like to say, uh, go now and spark some creativity wherever you are. And blessings in all that you are doing. So we'll say bye for now. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. We would love to hear what you thought. What resonated with you today? What questions did this raise? Anything you'd like to learn more about? Maybe you have stories you'd like to share. Please feel free to contact us at ethnoartspod at gmail.com or follow us on Facebook and Instagram at ethnoartspod. We also invite you to subscribe, rate, and leave a review on whatever platform you're listening on. This will help others to find out about the show. Please feel free to share the podcast with others. We look forward to sharing more with you next time on Sparking Creativity, the Ethno Arts Podcast.